Okay, we're good. Oh, sweet. Put that fucker right up by your face. Right up there. Yep. Okay. Oh, spank me hard. Did you hear that? Yeah. Jesus Christ. Morning, fuckers. Morning. Oh, my God. Okay, so first and foremost, thank you guys again for all the fucking badass reviews we're getting. Please, 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 please keep reviewing and rating and subscribing and telling everyone about us. Yeah, do it. Do it all. Her and then come find our clothes group. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Come find our clothes group on Facebook. It's just Heckle and Shide clothes group. And the password is... Spiritual condom. Yeah. I still love when I see people write that. It's fucking hilarious. It's my favorite. Also, yeah, we finally have gotten to the point where the podcast is taking up a large chunk of our time and finances. So we finally started a Patreon. Yeah. (laughs) So you guys can find us on Patreon. I'm actually going to be getting stickers um, for some of the levels printed this week. I'm so excited for those. I know. They're going to be cute. Yeah. Um, okay, so we're just gonna, we'll just dive right into this situation. Um, for those of you that are in the closed group, you guys saw my post go up about my friend Tyler. Um, Tyler was on the last episode. He was the guy that was talking about the fucking penguins. Um, oh I don't even like saying it out loud. He got arrested yesterday. Mm. It was, he's on parole. Um, he just did... A fairly decent stint in there in prison um so he had he texted me yesterday at like noon and was like what do you guys want for lunch and I was like nothing we're good because with me having this little mental breakdown episode thing that I had had um he was taking me to get a puppy today <gasps> what we had found a puppy and we had set everything up we were gonna go meet her like everything so i was like is that when you were talking about the pitbull puppy on facebook Mm -hmm. we ended up finding one it wasn't we decided to not get a pitbull we found one that like i saw a picture of her and i just fucking lost my shit oh um so i was like no tyler you're getting me a puppy like it's fine he was like yeah okay so what do you want to eat and i was like nothing it's fine so he texts my son and asked my son and Dominic was like, mm, no, my mom said no i'm not getting caught in the middle he's like don't put me in the middle of yeah this. so then he called casey and he was like, what do you guys want to eat? So I finally texted him back and I was like, oh my God, fine. You can get me a coffee and you can get the kids Chick-fil-A. Okay. Oh, I love Chick-fil-A. Right. So he was down here, like right over here coming off Bangor, and he got pulled over. Um, he was literally five minutes from my house. Now this is where I get really frustrated because for the last three weeks, and I'm not kidding, three weeks straight, I have been telling him. That he is going to get pulled over in a white car and it's going to be for him not wearing a seatbelt and he's going to get arrested. Like I literally have the text messages that go, I checked the first time I told him it was three weeks ago, three weeks and two days. Jesus. Um, and then I told him again and then I told him again and he texted me and he was like, um, I'm not going to make it. Got pulled over. I'm going to go back to prison. So I was like. Fuck. I can't even imagine. My stomach hit the fucking floor. Yeah. And I was like, listen, if this is your version of a joke, I can't stand you. Get to my house. Mm-hmm. Like, I didn't accept it until he finally called me when the officer was going back to his car. And he sounded, he was like, he was devastated because he knew that, like, we were all going to be upset. Mm-hmm. Um, so, Yep, he got arrested. Um, what threw me into a fucking state of panic was he got arrested, and it took them like four and a half hours or some shit to get him registered in the system, and I didn't know if they were going to book him in the jail until he saw a judge to decide mm-hmm. if he had to go back to prison or if he was going to go straight to prison. Um, I'm not going to tell anyone like why he was in prison or what the deal is the one thing i will say is is that marijuana laws are a fucking joke they're fucking ridiculous and if you get me started on this i will never end but that's that's all i'm gonna say hint wise towards the situation um but yeah so it's fine you can molest people and be out in 30 days but 
I don't know. He he called last night a couple times when he was still in the holding area because it is free to call down there. Mm-hmm. Um, it could be anywhere from 90 days to a year and a half. Jeez. So we're not sure yet. We'll find out. And because it's Memorial Day weekend, he probably won't go before a judge until Tuesday. Yeah. So that's where we're at. But when I said he was like my curry twin guy, I, I'm serious. Like never touched a door handle, never pay for anything. My fucking kids were always spoiled he's like you'd never know like he ran in the house and would run to Lilith and like pick her up and spin her and then like he excuse himself and walk outside to go take a call and like it was a complete you could see him through the screen door it was Mm -hmm. like a completely different person um and then he'd come back inside and it was a completely different person um so yeah I'm not I'm not happy about it I've finally had a little bit of a good day after my mental breakdown and then that happened. So I just had waterfalls coming yeah. out of my face. Is yeah. the only way I know how to explain that? So. Well. Anyways, if you're in the closed group, I'm going to give his address because a few people, quite a few people, are like, yeah, fuck it. We'll write him letters so he's not bored. So the address to where, he, like, once I find out officially if he's going to be in county or if he's going to be in prison and I have his permanent right. address. Mm-hmm. Um. um <laughs> Alarm's going off. I will give it out to people and they can start writing him all the letters. The only thing I ask is that you guys please make sure that you obviously tell him you're a podcast listener or like you're from the Heckle and Shide area mm. um, so that he's not like, who in the flying fuck is who this? Who is this person? Because he will. He'll be like, who is Linda Smith from right? Georgia? <laughs> I'm just kidding. Right. And they're going to come in from all over the place. Yeah. So it's not, it won't be just Utah. <laughs> no. Yeah. Well, exactly. So yeah. just just make sure, that, for, keep in mind that his letters are read before he gets them. So don't get crazy. Right. Um, B, please just make sure that fairly quickly in the beginning of the letter, you notify him that you're a podcast listener. and Like just start out with that. Yeah. Yeah, just start out with that, and then, mostly just so he's not as bored. Like, so fucking angry for, oh my god. Yeah. Well, I know you can't hear this right now, but heckle and shite's behind you, Tyler. We're thinking of I you. know, you're fucked. You're going to get so many letters. <laughs> <laughs> and they're just going to keep coming in as people hit these episodes. Yeah. Oh, for sure. Mm-hmm. He's not even going to be there anymore, and he's still going to be getting letters there. I know, they're going to be like, God damn it. Like, <laughs> they're like, this guy. This fucking Tyler like, guy. Shit, who does he know? Why who is the he? fuck is this guy? Yeah. Yeah, it's going to be funny. It's great. I like like I said, Like I was telling you, because he did so long before in prison, when he got out, he didn't really know what podcasts were. Yeah. So when I sat and I showed him some of this stuff, he still didn't 100% get it. He was like, okay, I don't get why. He's like, so you're just talking to a microphone about things and people listen? That's literally basically what he <laughs> That's said. That's literally what we do. Yeah. And I was like, I don't get it either, but... Mm, you're making this awkward okay cool you're like okay yeah That's and that funny. well he came down and was laying there so he kind of, but again like in his head he doesn't understand why we have thousands of people i don't understand why we have thousands yeah of people. i don't get I mean, it i love either. you guys thank you please continue to listen and telling people about us but like why i don't know <laughs> i don't know dude every time i look at stuff and like the patreon people we already have i'm like what are you doing yeah, I'm. I'm just shocked. Like, me, why me? Hundred <laughs> percent. I don't get it. I don't get it. I mean, fuck yeah, send it. Next step is live shows. Oh my god. Uh, I think I'll pee my pants. Never mind. I take it back. I think I. I just my. Yeah, I'm my. <laughs> That's what'll happen. It's gonna be fine. Just listen. Just if we ever get to the point that like... we do live shows, just don't look directly at us. <laughs> everybody's like looking down looking away just, covering their eyes what is that fucking oh yeah like phantom of the opera just keep your hands at the level of your eyes yeah that way we don't see anybody perfect that'll be great well speaking of tyler and podcast penguin we need to come up with a name for our podcast penguin that we're gonna get mm, like a well, good name like i'm gonna, gonna call the shirt right well okay so in, it's a british show it's called pingu so i was gonna call him pingu the podcast penguin okay see i like because it's like three p's See, that's what I mean. Like, we needed a name. You got one. Perfect. Mm, like Done. Pingu the Podcast Penguin. Pingu the Podcast Penguin. Mm-hmm. Now we just need to get him, get a shirt made, and that motherfucker's getting famous with us. Like, I'll take him everywhere. Yeah, no, for real. I just like, take he's pictures with him shows. in random places. Right. Yeah. Where um, we go, for sure. I think the first when video. We're recording. Like, not I think. So the first video we're ever going to take and pictures we're ever going to post with Pingu, it's going to go on to Patreon first. Ah, motherfuckers. Ah. <laughs> so... Uh, <laughs> Yeah, 
So Kenzie's first today, so. So we're getting. Also, if I have to stop recording in the middle of the session because Tyler calls, I'm going to just put y'all on hold and I'll edit some shit. I think we all understand. Mm. I'll sit over here and I'll just keep going through my notes and eavesdropping. I don't know what time. (laughs) I haven't dealt with someone being in jail in so fucking long. Yeah, I dealt with something when I was younger, but things are different. I think the last time I dealt with someone in jail, I was 20. Yeah, it's rough though. Like I get people are going to be like, well, he did something wrong. He should be there. It's not the point. Um, the the thing is, is like, again, I'll take you back to marijuana laws. Mm Mm-hmm. Did he really do something wrong? Right. You know what I mean? It's, it's such a fucking gray area. And I'm so, so of the belief that the, the system sets you up to fucking fail. The system sets you up to take your money. There are people that need to be, need to fucking be in there that aren't. Right. Um, like molesters and rapists and different mm-hmm. things like that. And we got him in there potentially doing a year and a half. Are right. you kidding me? Yeah, well, we all know how I feel about All he likes to do is lay on the fucking couch so. and complain about wanting wine. <laughs> well, he sounds like me, but a boy. Um, <laughs> like, that is not a crime. It's, it's just not. what we do. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, now let's get I just want Tyler song. back. I know, I'm sorry. I'm not happy. Well, now to try to segue into the story <laughs> there's no segueing that <laughs> I, just I, know, I tried to think of something and i couldn't so then i was like well fuck it she's miserable it's gonna be great now let's all be miserable together yeah this is gonna be fun okay the look i'm getting right now guys we really need to start recording these oh my fuck okay so we're talking about oh leonon <clears throat> that's not her name oh <laughs> I, like, said it wrong, and then I got, like, something in my throat at the same time. So, sorry about that to everyone. <laughs> Leandra Ciancelli. Ciancelli. Hold on. So, she's Italian. Yeah, bitch. Okay. First of all, you're going to have to say that again, because I all I got was she's Italian. Okay. Hold on. Now you're recording. I got to prepare. Prepare. I got to prep my hair. Okay, oh, fun fact. I only weigh 140 pounds now. That's good news. Oh, okay. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so Leon- Leandra Chancelli. So it's Italian, like I said. I'll allow it. Good. She was an Italian serial killer. What the fuck? Better known as the soap maker of Corredro. Corred. <laughs> fuck these Italian names. I mean, I love them, but I'm, I'm struggling. We're Italian. I know. That's what I'm saying. I, I, I'm struggling right now, and that's why it's a tad embarrassing when I fuck it up. When we can't say them. <laughs> okay. I mean, I'm not... I didn't come over from Italy, so. So she murdered three women between 1939 and 1940. So in a year, she murdered three bitches. I mean, ladies. Oh, okay. Well, we don't know if they were bitches. We don't. But I don't mean bitches, like, derogatively. Don't Just you? like, my bitches, mm. you know. It's well, they really. obviously weren't her bitches if she killed them. Well, that's, that's well, probably just, wrong. Just wait. Oh, boy. Okay, Leandra Ciancelli was born on April 18th, 1894 in Italy, and she was born as a child of rape. Ah! Her mother, Amelia, was forced to marry her rapist <gasps> after the pregnancy was discovered. Oh my god, see, that's the kind of person that should be in prison. Right? Oh. And that's the type of person who should be able to fucking have an abortion if they want to. 100%. Don't get me started. Okay. I know. It kind of went with what we talked about, how we talked about this last time. And so I didn't think about that until just now, and so that's why I kind of went into that for a second. I was like, let's just let's just keep going. All the rage. Yeah. Okay. So Leandra had a turbulent upbringing, obviously. You don't say. She was raised in one of the poverty-stricken parts of the ni- late 19th century and early 20th century in Italy, and she lost her father quite early in life. Well, the motherfucker was a rapist, so good. But, like, that sucks that she lost her dad. Hmm. Huh. Mm-mm-mm. She can die all the way. No, yeah, it's I'm with totally it. totally fine. Like, it was good. It was, that's one of those people who should not be breathing. Mm-hmm. Her mother remarried, but that didn't improve their financial situation. She was emotionally abused by her mother, Leandra. Cool. And Perfect. she tried to kill herself on two separate occasions when she was younger. Oh, my God. This poor lady had a rough upbringing, but I mean, like, a lot of people do. Doesn't mean they turn into serial killers. Well, some of them do. That's, or we wouldn't be here right now with something to talk about, right? We wouldn't have an episode. Yeah. 
All right, so Chan Silly was born in Montella. Well, um, while still a young girl, oh, duh, I already said that. Sorry, she attempted suicide. Going against the wishes of her parents, who had picked a wealthy suitor for her. Oh, lucky her. Yeah, you know, that arranged thing. She married a registry office clerk, who was considerably older than her. Yeah, get it, girl. <laughs> I mean, who doesn't want a sugar daddy, right? <laughs> she would claim throughout her life that her mother cursed her and her husband on this occasion. She and Sally had 17 pregnancies during her marriage. But she lost three of the children to miscarriage. And ten of the other children died in their youth. Oh. That is horrible. That's like the whole litter. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) Good thing we already established that we're going to hell. Mm. (laughs) Okay. Let's see. So... Um, obviously, since most of her children had died, she was heavily protected of the four surviving children. Okay. Um, so, as we know, they had financial trouble- troubles, but her husband, who made little earnings, couldn't really support the growing family. Oh my gosh, stupid alarm. Sorry. Couldn't support their growing family, and soon they started to have children, which was, you know, how we just talked about. Mm-hmm. And Chancelli started to work as well. But in 1927, it doesn't say what for, but she was arrested and sentenced for fraud. I don't know what she did. doesn't say. I couldn't find that. But she was arrested and put in jail for fraud. Okay. After her release, the couple moved to Lorino, something like that, in Alta Irpina. The home was destroyed by an earthquake in 1930. And then they moved again to Corredro, Corred, what the fuck that one, where <laughs> fuck that one too. Leandra opened a small shop and she became very popular as a nice gentlewoman and a doting mother and a nice neighbor. Wrong again. Sorry. I can just tell it. It's wrong. It shows you don't know your motherfucking neighbors. Do you ever really know no. your neighbors? I mean, unfortunately, unfortunately, <laughs> I know mine. <laughs> I'm not taking that out. It can fucking stay all the way in, and I'm not sorry. <laughs> oh my god, that was like that was perfect. I'm just saying. Mm. <laughs> my cunt vibe is like at a hundred today. Fuck it. So go with it. So frustrated. That and I don't get to go get my fucking puppy. Oh, I know. My heart broke for you a little bit for the puppy. <sighs> I wanted to come over here and play with the puppy, so. Kind of broke for me I'm too. Trying to decide if I just I'm just gonna go get it. Anyways, yeah. Mm-hmm. Is it gonna be our podcast puppy? Oh Jesus Christ! <laughs> no, we have a penguin for that. <laughs> we can have a living creature <clears throat> and a stuffed one. Okay. <clears throat> so, when the family began to begin began <clears throat> to gain some <laughs> amount of financial security, Chancelli opened a small soap shop. I don't like where this is. I don't know. I don't like it. Don't like where this is going. Mm. You shouldn't. You have the right feeling. Okay. She was a well-respected member of the community, and her shop was quite popular. Mm Mm-hmm. Her fear of losing more children was inflamed by a conversation she had had with a fortune teller years earlier, before she had even gotten married. Perfect. the (laughs) The fortune teller warned her, saying while she would marry and have children, they would all die young. Oh, I mean, listen, I predicted the car thing with the seatbelt. She predicted the death thing. So if you have gifted people in and around your life, listen. Listen to them. And just wait until you see how much this bitch predicted. Uh, let's see. Where the hell am I? So. After, the cur- after she felt that her mother had put that curse on her. And then after going to the um, fortune teller she began to become highly superstitious okay later in life she also visited another gypsy which i mean i don't know why it says gypsy here instead of fortune teller the last time i don't know we'll go with it um who who practiced palm reading and told her in your right hand i see prison (gasps) and your left i see a criminal asylum ew she took these warnings very much to heart but apparently not enough. No, no shit. 
1939, Ciancelli heard that her oldest son, Giuseppe, was to join the Italian army in preparation for World War II. Okay. Giuseppe was her favorite of the four children. It doesn't talk about the other three at all, so it really he really was her favorite. She okay. was going to do some shit for this guy. Perfect. Um, so she was determined to protect him at all costs. She came to the conclusion that his safety required human sacrifice. Huh? That got your attention. Wrong. It's wrong. It do- no. <laughs> she found her victims in three middle-aged women, all neighbors, and all friends or acquaintances in her town. Hmm. Some sources record that she and Silly was something of a fortune teller herself and that these women all visit her, visited her for help. Others state merely that they were just friends and they were seeking her advice. Whatever the reason is, Chi and Silly began to plan the deaths of these, these three women specifically and in great detail that required a lot of planning. Perfect. Sorry, I need a quick drink. I don't. It's hot in here. I know. I was just kind of thinking that too. With our jackets on too, our covers. Well, yours is more of a jacket. Yeah. Okay. So, <clears throat> her first victim was Faustina Seti, who was a middle-aged unmarried woman who was looking for a husband. Aren't they all? <laughs> no, better not be. You bitches don't need no men. I want a kick today, too. I, I don't know. Fine. Listen, apparently having men in your life makes you cry regardless of whether or not they're, you're in a relationship with them. Right. So, fuck boys. Fuck them and f- fuck boys, but fuck men. Fuck all of them. If you have a penis, I don't like you right now. <laughs> okay, so let's see. During Seti's visit, Chancelli told her that there was a suitable partner for her in another country. Oh. But they instru- he, she instructed her not to tell anyone anything about it. Well, yeah, of course. Like, of course. I've, you f- I found you a match in another country, but don't tell anyone Nobody. you're going there. It's a secret. Yeah. Like, don't tell anyone you're going to another country to meet a man you don't know. That's smart. That sounds like how you end up in a movie, but that's fine. It sounds like you ha- end up in a shallow grave. Yeah, in a movie. <laughs> yeah, right, okay. True. <laughs> <laughs> okay, yeah. Okay, so Seti was also told to write letters and postcards that she could send back to her relatives and friends at when she got to Pola. So she comes... Okay. So on the day of her departure, she came to say goodbye to Chancelli, who gave her drugged wine to oh, drink. Oh, the fuck? So she must have come with, like, these letters that she had had all written out. Like, this, that's what I'm saying. This, These murders were fucking planned to she, a T. She's crazy. She's fucking nuts. She's crazy. Crazy bitch. After Seti had fallen unconscious. Oh, Chancelli murdered her with an axe. Oh no! <laughs> I don't mean to laugh. I laugh. I feel oh, Trust me. Fuck, man. That's oh, god damn it. An axe. She pulled her body into a closet and continued to hack her into what? nine pieces. It gets worse. I, I, I. When I was reading my notes, I had this like vision in my head of you gagging pretty much the rest of the story. I couldn't listen. Push come to shove, like, if something psychotic happened, like, someone hurt one of my kids, I could kill you. Right. And I'm not even sorry. But I don't think I could hack you into pieces. Or do what she continued to do after. I don't want to know. Oh, but you're about to. I'm perfect. <laughs> okay. So, after she hacked her into nine pieces. Sorry. Again, I don't mean to laugh. She my also, face is you guys this is what's happening i know that's why i'm like we need to record because sometimes i laugh at the most inappropriate times and people are like well she's fucking psychotic she's a sociopath yep 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 I'm like no it's just shelby's facial expression bring your camera we have the patreon now i know i now that we have it i forget and don't bring it but before i was bringing it yeah i know the thing um okay sorry my thing just lost its face okay she so after she, I'm not gonna say that again because your facial expressions. She also collected the blood into a basin for later use. Oh. 
In her official statement upon her arrest, Chianzelli described the things she did to the body. Oh. Are you ready? Mm-mm. You want to close your ears? <laughs> <laughs> Fuck. I threw the pieces into a pot, added seven kilos of caustic soda, which I had bought to make soap. <gasps> and I stirred the mixture until the pieces uh. dissolved <coughs> in a thick, dark mush. Oh, my God. <laughs> How is this not even bothering me right now? I'm psychotic, I think. It did when I first read it, though. It's, it's just because I read it so many times. thought of me, like, picking up soap somewhere and, like, it's being boiled with body parts. Yeah, I may never use soap that I don't make again. Down. We just make our own soap. Had going and tried soap coming up. I'm not, Kink like... coven. That's what fucking, I was say. Christina's given me so many oils as I've been going through this, like, mental breakdown thing and then the whole Tyler situation. Mm-hmm. Um, I have, like, a fucking plethora of them which oh my god i Perfect. love That's so awesome. much so let's I just love oils. if you have soap shit we can just make it i don't but i can get some since you have i have a lot of oils but probably in between the both of us we have tons of oils oh yeah yeah that'd be fun christina's really cool i like her a yeah lot. she's sweet so hi christina <laughs> hi oh yeah you were gonna tell me about how last night was but it's okay we'll talk, we'll about, talk about that later okay so how last night was i was trying to not cry over my fucking pizza i know i wondered as I was crying in my pillow, I wondered if you were crying into your <laughs> Is pizza. Is she crying too? Is we both crying? crying together yes. right now? Like, I know when he calls me, I'm going to cry. Oh, like, of I'm going to cry when I hear his fucking voice again. He was so the devastated when he called and I was with the kids the second time he called and he could hear um, Dominic and Lilith. And then um, Lilith was like, Tyler, in the truck. Tyler, in the truck. Like, telling him to get in. Yeah. Um, and he got really upset because... His family's not real great with him. Like, there's nieces and nephews that he's been never been allowed to meet. Yeah. Just because his some of situation. his his some of his family is very much they don't care what the crime was. They just care that he was there or who he is as a person. They don't give a fuck about who he is as a person. Yeah. Well, I met him for a couple of minutes, and I'm good at telling that type of stuff about people, and I really liked him. Mm-hmm. Well, we'll go back to some disgusting shit now i guess oh great (laughs) okay so this is her statement again i'm not gonna reread that part Uh -uh. because it was pretty bad but she emptied it into a nearby septic tank (laughs) as for the blood in the basin she says i waited until this word coagulate coagulated coagulated (laughs) coagulated Perfect. I knew I was going to say that wrong. I know the word, but I just knew I was going to say it wrong. She dried it in the oven, <laughs> ground it, this is, okay, mixed it in with flour, sugar, chocolate, milk, what? and eggs. What? As well as a bit of margarine. Why? And kneaded all the ingredients For together. What? For what? For what? That doesn't sound like soap. I made lots of crunchy tea cakes <laughs> and served them to the ladies who came to visit. And Giuseppe and I also ate them. What? Okay, this is where I wonder, like, does he know that he was eating this? Does he know that anything was going on? Like, she just fed her kid human... Okay. See, she deserves to be in prison. Yeah. Oh, no. According to some, Chancelli also took Seti's life savings, which she had received as payment for setting setting her up with... A husband. At about 30,000 lira, which would be about 4,936 U.S. dollars today. Oh. It's a lot of money. Is it, though? You How just much killed was a bitch it? for barely almost $5,000. Oh, see, I heard 500000 Oh. My bad. Okay, maybe for $500,000. <laughs> we will talk about it then, but I'm not turning her into cookies. I'm not doing it. Oh, maybe to f- nope. Maybe to- mm, nope, nope. Still can't do it. Wrong. Nope. Okay. While well, one would think that human one human sacrifice would be enough, right? That's one one should be sufficient. Uh, listen, I think <laughs> one's still too many, but sure. Yeah, but some would think one would be sufficient. I can't. Jesus Christ! To prevent her son's imminent demise, Chancelli didn't seem to be able to stop at one. 
and decided to plan a second murder. I mean... <sighs> Soon after Seti's murder, Chiancelli found another victim. Another local, familyless woman named Tra- Francesca Soap. How sweet of her for making sure she was familyless. Right? Like, no, that was just fucking calculated of her. Dickish. Dickish. Like she had with Seti, Chancelli convinced so- Sovi that she had organized a teaching job for her abroad and made her write letters to her friends detailing her trip. And as she did with Seti, she invited her over that day of her departure fed her drugged wine, killed her with an axe, chopped her into smaller pieces, baked her into tea cakes, and stole her savings. What a fucking cunt. Yeah. So, um, let's see. Chancelli received 3,000 lira from the death of the second victim, which occurred on September 5th, 1940. Oh. And that would have been about $494 today. $494. $494. Are you fucking kidding me right now? Wow. I'm... Wow. I'm... Wow. Her third victim. <sighs> this is where the bitch I'm going to call up. her Cunt Muffin. Seeing as she liked to make cakes, yeah. she's a Cunt Muffin. Or Cunt Cake. I like Cunt Muffin for I whatever reason. I like Cunt reason. Cakes. I don't know. We'll, go, we'll have different ones. It's fine. Cunt Cookie, Cunt Muffin, Cunt Cake. I like it all. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the third victim, Virginia... Cachopo, Cachopo, fuck oh. the, I, I can't do it. Like, I'm very ashamed of myself right now. We'll be fine. You'll be fine. She was a noted soprano who Chancelli promised a job working with um, an imp- impresario in Florence. Sure, yeah. Uh, normally, I like try to figure out how to say these words and that one I missed. As with the other two women, she was instructed not to tell a single person about her destination. On September 30th, 1940. Okay, wait, when was the last one, did I say? I don't On know. September 5th. Jesus, fuck. September 5th, and then September 30th. Oh, she's bout about it. She's bout about it. Oh, no. So she came to Chiancelli, who later gave a chilling account of what happened next. This time. Oh. However, okay. instead of only baking her body into. Not her body, but baking her into tea cakes. Her blood into tea cakes, not her body. Mm. And feeding them to her neighbors. Chiancelli also melted down her flesh and turned it into soap. Oh my god. <laughs> Again, I don't mean to... We really need to record. Oh my god. I don't, oh my god. <sighs> so this is what Chiancelli had to say about this one. Oh. Because there's an explanation. Yeah. Perfect. She ended up in the pot like the other two. Her flesh was fat and white. And when it had melted, I added a bottle of cologne. And after... Oops. And after a long time on boil, I I was able to make some most acceptable cream soap. Oh! She then said, I gave bars to neighbors and acquaintances. And I'm I'm sure the bitch sold them in her shop, too. Mm -hmm. And she gave them cakes as well. The cakes from this last victim were better, she says. That woman was really sweet. Uh, mm. <clears throat> Chiancelli received about 50,000 lira from... Whatever the last one. Sorry. At $8,227. Mm-hmm. Today. Mm-hmm. Again, that's today. That's not what it was back then. I don't care. I know. But still, just saying. Wasn't enough. That doesn't, like, make up for it or anything. Though Chiancelli thought she had covered her tracks, she had missed something. Oh. Unlike her first two victims, the third victim had a sister-in-law who was very nosy. She didn't believe Chiapo's letters detailing her quick departure, and she, in fact, had had seen her entering Chiancelli's home the night she had supposedly left. Mm Mm-hmm. Immediately, the sister-in-law reported the disappearance to the police who quickly investigated Chiancelli. Hmm. At first, Leandra Leandra Chiancelli defended herself, never admitting to any wrongdoing or anything that she, like she was even involved in anything. And it was only when the police openly suspected her son, one of the four children, Giuseppe, who she had worked really hard to protect, that she admitted it was her. 
and that her son had absolutely nothing to do with it. I mean, so at least she was a good mom. We can give her that. Kind of. She fed her kid fucking blood cake. So nope. I don't like any Maybe of I it. take that back. She's a dumb bitch. Bad Ooh, mom. Bad shit. mom. Yeah. Okay. You uh, don't. No, oh, sorry. You don't, don't feed people f- fucking flesh. <laughs> blood. That's fucking nasty. God damn it. Gross. Okay, so in 1946 is when her trial was conducted in uh, Reggio Emilia. Sure. She was found guilty of committing all three murders and was given a 30-year sentence to prison, obviously. That's it? She was also ordered to spend three years in a criminal asylum. Oh. So if you remember back to what the fortune teller had said, I see prison in one hand and an asylum in the other. Mm-hmm. And that's where the bitch ended up. Listen, listen to your gypsies, man. Fuck, man. Okay, so on October 15, 1970, Chianceli passed away in the woman's criminal asylum after suffering from cerebral apoplexy. Sorry, I don't know. Apoplexy? I don't know. I got nothing. For a prolonged period. At that time, she was 76 years old. Hmm. Many of the artifacts from the case, including the pot she had used to boil her victims in, made their way to a criminal criminological museum in Rome where they are currently displayed today. Oh. There's also been several adaptions of her story, both on stage and in films. Oh. The 1979 play named Love and Magic in Mama's Kitchen was um, based on her. And it, let's see, it narrated Chancelli's life in a darkly comedic tone. Awesome. Hmm. I guess that's kind of what I'm doing. In in 1977, um, Gran Bolito, an American, a- whatever, that was the movie, and an American actress Shelley Winters portrayed Chiancelli. So oh. there's a movie and a play. Hmm. I hate it already. Right. So um, I'm almost done. But the she told let's see told that she would lose her children. Leonar Leandra took it into her own hands, the lives of others, and the effort to turn the cosmetic tables. By sacrificing the lives of her neighbors, she believed that she was controlling the fates of her children and keeping them out of harm's way. Oh. Her pride is also exemplified by the use of her victims' bodies to make common household items. She was displaying her work to those around her without them even knowing it. Inside, she laughed while her friends and family ate the fucking evidence. Done. How do you feel about that one? a little grossed out yeah i bring some shit to this table don't not, i not super sure that i'm really gonna eat cunt cakes next time i go to a bakery so yeah probably not no i'm i feel like you may be second guessing having me as your co-host with all the shit that i bring to this <laughs> podcast <laughs> you're like oh my god i've never been so nauseous between the stories that i've told i'm so fucking emotionally drained i i just won't take a nap right here i know i bet um okay I'm in the middle of trying to figure out all these fucking stickers. I just asked Charlotte where she gets her shit printed. Oh, cool. Yeah. I want to get, um, we need to get that vinyl and go over, hang out with Gabby and get our stuff made. Yeah, I don't know what the fuck we're making. Yeah. Well, one thing, we needed to get our podcast penguin shirt made. What's it? What? Wait, what was the name again? What's his name? Of what? The podcast penguin. Pingu. Pingu? Pingu. Pingu. I'll remember. Probably not. I will, though. <laughs> Probably not, but I will. You won't. It's fine. <laughs> I'll get there eventually. I don't know what else I'd call him. I like it. Pingu. If anybody has any suggestions, we like the P sound. Yeah, the Pingu, the podcast. Yeah, yeah it has to be like that. Mm-hmm. But I like Pingu. And Pingu's cute. Yeah. Pingu, the podcast penguin. I like it. Yeah. Um, there's part of me that has this fucking retarded ass hope that like he's just going to walk through the door. I know. Oh, I know that feeling. God, I hate it. Mm. I hate it. <coughs> Anytime someone knocked yesterday or like walked in, I would just <gasps> like, oh my god, it figured it. Oh, fuck me, dude. I know. Uh, yeah, and he was like, well, you guys can. He was like so scared that we were not going to talk to him. Oh, yeah. He's like, you guys aren't going to like not. I was like, no, dude, you fucking fine. Uh-huh. Um, he was. You like, can tell just by that comment that he really doesn't have a good relationship with his family. No, no. Yeah. everyone, everyone around him leaves. Ooh. Um. 
don't get me wrong like there's definitely some criminals that you need to exit right stage left but yeah um, not he's fine um yeah he was like you have to fill out he's like if i go back to the prison there's this thing online you got to print out fill it out email it back and i was like that's a lot of work he's like shelby please i was like fine (laughs) fine like whatever i heard the desperation in your voice i'm not not going there's no way oh of course visiting a jail i've never visited a prison but visiting a jail sucks visiting a prison i guess um he can sit across from me on a table yeah i've heard it's a little more yeah problem with that is he was like you know he's like you can bring the kids too and i don't mind taking dominic lilith won't understand why she can't hold him yeah i think that's inside it'd be so much harder for her to understand she will freak out and she will freak the fuck out when we come home and he doesn't come with us mm-hmm. and can't like walk to the car with you right like, and you know my daughter likes the word bitch right. so i know that when the guard's like <laughs> no <fuck>. touching <laughs> she'll be like bitch mm-hmm. and i'm like fuck man and then she'll be like fuck yeah yeah exactly exactly so she can't come yeah um okay so mostly i think to like fix my shit i decided that today i'm going to teach you guys a little bit, not a little bit, but I'm going to teach you guys the basics of the law of attraction. Oh, perfect. I love this. And Well, that and like how to do it in your everyday life because yeah. so, so many people get overwhelmed with watching The Secret or reading books like that and they're like, oh my God, this sounds like it's this whole thing. It seems blah, so blah, blah. more, like way more complicated than it actually yeah, is. Yeah, because they go on and on and on and on and right. then people get caught in this thing where they do the whole well, if I think anything bad, then it's going to negate the whole thing. Wrong. No, well, you're a- human. Okay, so yeah. One, you're human. Two, a positive thought is 10 times more powerful than a negative thought. Right. Okay, so if you're having a negative thought and you catch it and you think something positive very quickly and focus on something positive, mm-hmm. you're able to tip the scale. Yeah. Now, so another thing... Focus on the negativity. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Another thing people don't realize is that if you tip your scale even 1% more t- leaning more towards the positive side... Things will start to change, mm. even with a one percent tilt. Yeah. Um. So it's that. It's that simple. It's amazing how much I've noticed a huge difference in that in my life, in even just a year when I started actually paying more attention mm-hmm. to what I was thinking and saying and doing. Okay. So, what you voice ends up being reality. Right. Okay. So thoughts plus voice equal reality. Now, a thought is powerful by itself Mm -hmm. but once something is verbalized it becomes even more powerful right so if you catch yourself thinking it don't verbalize it Mm -hmm. um so this is how the universe works as well so the universe does not recognize the words um well i mean it, it recognizes them but not in the sense that people process it so i can't get sick this week Mm -hmm. the universe does not recognize the word can't Mm -hmm. so all it hears is i get sick this week yeah your brain's thinking sick that's Mm -hmm. the focus of the keyword is sick Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. um but on the other side of that i can't i won't it's hard i don't believe i'm a skeptic i don't like all those things are just blockers Mm -hmm. on fucking everything so you've got to start adjusting the wording in your situation Mm -hmm. but that goes down to casting spells as well you can do a lot of word manipulation when it comes to casting especially hexes and curses um if you're in tune with yourself a lot enough enough even not very much you can feel how you feel when you say a word and mm-hmm. how it feels negative in your body it makes you angry yeah even like just a slight change and all of a sudden you feel a little tad more lower energy than you did before yeah um i can i am i believe it is done I can do it. I can do anything. All those are obviously positive thoughts and affirmations. Um, So a lot of like, I can do this. I will do this. I'm going to do this. Mm -hmm. Um, Stuff like that. Yeah. Again, don't say not. Like, I'm not going to get sick. It Mm -hmm. won't recognize the lower vibration. Say it as in like, I'm going to be healthy. I'll stay healthy this week. Yeah, I'm healthy. I'll continue to be healthy this week. Yeah. Um, So the simple law of attraction breakdown in six easy steps is um know your why like Mm -hmm. why you're trying to attract something um step two is set your intention step three is visualize right that's a good one so visualizing like sometimes people go as far as they try on the outfit or they'll go test drive the car Mm -hmm. or for me i'm very good with my imagination so i'll just sit and kind of close my eyes and 
like with the podcast, I imagined what it was going to be like to get to X amount of listeners. Right, yeah. And I've imagined what it's going to be like when we get to do our first live show. Mm -hmm. So, like, if you focus on that moment and feel the excitement and the joy and all the shit that's going to go into that moment, the universe has to give it to you. Yeah. It's the ask, believe, receive. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I've Um, heard that before. Yeah, so four, obviously, after it's visualized, it's believe. That it's going to happen. Don't get in your head with the, well, how's it going to happen? Why is it going to happen? When's it going to happen? Just believe it's going to fucking happen. Don't focus on that. Right. Um, Five is let go, which again is the don't ask questions. Just let it go. It's Mm -hmm. out there. Let it go. And then six is you receive it. So things I want people to keep in mind is what you think you create, what you feel you attract, and what you imagine you become. Mm Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, another couple steps you can do is obviously you set a goal, you believe it. Some people like to write it down, mm-hmm. which is where vision boards can come into play because you can write it down or put pictures on the board um, and you can hang it up and you can look at it every single day. And when you look at it every single day, you get excited right. every single day and every morning about what you're seeing it. I know. I need to make one so bad. One of the other things too is take action. So like with the podcast, like I couldn't just imagine a podcast out of my ass like I had to take steps to make it happen um so you still have to obviously work towards a goal but just constantly manifest that it's successful and sometimes you have to step out of your comfort zone and don't be afraid to do that because that's exactly how it was with the podcast Mm -hmm. when this I like I was working towards trying to attract things into my life this came into my life Mm -hmm. you remember how it did yeah and it was so out of left field yeah, it feels like that sometimes. Yeah, and, like, I never, like, I used to listen to this podcast, now I'm on it. Like, it was, mm-hmm. like, mind-blowing to me, first of all. But then, like, being able to attract that and then to accept it and then wrap my head around it. Like I that. don't think either of us will ever wrap our head around it. As the it, wrapping the head around yeah. part is a little difficult. <laughs> As it keeps going, it, more and more, we're just like, what the fuck? Mm-hmm. So, Here's the thing you have to imagine, and some visualization works very well for me. So imagine that you're a magnet. Okay, yeah. Okay? And when you become a magnet, you attract things, and they stick to you. So imagine that you're a magnet for wealth, and you're a magnet for health, and you're a magnet for really good love, you're a magnet for joy, you're a magnet for anything that you want to come into your life in a positive way. Just Mm -hmm. imagine it flying towards you and sticking on you and just staying there yeah i like that um when you're manifesting or pulling things to you stay positive say it and believe it like it's already fucking done Mm -hmm. that's why when people are like how's the podcast going i'm like oh it's going really good like we're doing live shows at some point yeah like oh yeah not like we want to or we hope to no we're going we're doing live shows like, this podcast is doing well. It's going to get to that point. Right. And that's yeah. how I talk about it. Um, see it, smell it, taste it, feel it, whatever. Mm. Um, however, it is that you need to break it down in your head. Um, blah, blah, blah. A lo- uh, mantras or like repetitive stuff. Financially, you can say financially, I'm going to win. I don't like going. I like, I would say like financially, I'm winning. Mm-hmm. Career wise, I'm winning. Mentally, right. I'm winning. Emotionally, I'm winning. Mm-hmm. And it helps um, to have those where you can see them often. I don't know if you're going to get to that. Sorry, but like, that's write why it I have on the your vision. I have them all around my mirror. Right. Write them on your ear. mirror. Write them on a post and note. Write mm-hmm. it somewhere like in your kitchen. Like You just put reminders all over the place. Yeah, like, everywhere. Put it anywhere inside that your you're kitchen at. cabinets. Put it like on in your the fridge fucking. when you open and you put it on your milk. Yeah, put it on your put it in your vehicle, like yeah. right in your center console, like mm-hmm. when you have to go the turn mirror, the air up and down. down. Yep, yeah. there's one too. Um, just random so places in your shoe. <laughs> yeah, I don't care where I you don't put care. it. I don't care. Just wherever. Put, put random stuff all over the place that just reminds you to say something positive or think something positive right. or attract something to yourself. Yeah, like having it where I see it every day, and then I like having ones I find randomly. Yeah. yeah. So seven signs that the law of attraction is working for you. Is you see numbers like one 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 or eleven eleven yes, everywhere? Yes, back to the synchronicity thing that Dude, we talked about. I see fucking eleven eleven and one 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 all the time. Yeah, me too. Like so right, many of the repeated numbers all the fucking time. Right down to when people will text me, it'll be like one one one, or I'll go over to the microwave to one one one. I'll go pick up my phone to do something that I thought about for like the business or the podcast. One one one. Yeah. So two, your intuition is enhanced. Three, you seem to sleep better and you have more vivid dreams. Mm, yes. Um, 
you see more of your spirit guide or your spirit animals. That's what I've been starting to see mine too. More money ends up coming your way and you don't really know from where or how it's ended up coming your way. You start to notice a lot of rainbows. Mm. Even if it's just in like pictures online or whatever it is, you'll see rainbow stuff. That's cool. I did not know that about the rainbows. Mm -hmm. There's an increase in synchronicities. Oh, yeah. Cool. Um, I like when things tie together with other episodes. Yeah. So that's just the simplest way that I can break it down. Mm -hmm. Just think positive thoughts. If you find yourself thinking something negative, switch to a more positive thought. Don't make, don't get mad at yourself for thinking something negative. That's more negative. Just move on. Yeah. Um, visualize like crazy. Just Mm -hmm. like as much as people said when you were growing up, like stop daydreaming. No, all the fucking daydreaming and believe what you're seeing. Get excited about it. Put your emotions into it. We're some daydream believers over here. Like, Mm -hmm. yeah. No homecoming queens though. No, just queens. Exactly. (laughs) Um, so yeah, I mean, this wasn't, I don't know, it's a decently length episode, like considering everything and the fact that I have had, everyone that's been following knows that mental breakdown, then Tyler got arrested. And more mental breakdowns. Uh Uh-huh. I'm just fucking tired. And then here we are. Mm -hmm. Well, uh, and people who listen know that I'm a week, I walk in graduation in a week. (gasps) I graduate in two weeks. Yay! And then, I mean, no one really knows this, but... I had started having mental fucking shit last day or so. Yeah, I know. It's what the up. fuck? What the fuck? You're so late. Yeah. Get to work. Bye. Why are you going to get fired? I don't get it. Huh? Huh? Dude, I fucking work my ass off. I ain't fire my ass. <laughs> Why are you late? Just let the fuck in. Oh, boy. Yeah. Okay. All right, I'll see you in a bit. Bye. Bye. Anyways, what were we saying? That was Darwin. Anyway, everyone. At this point, probably already know. I don't remember what we were saying when I was talking about graduation. But anyways, point is that it might be a little bit shorter than normal or whatever because we've had a lot of shit going on. But it's really actually I think it's probably fine. Short. Yeah. yeah, cool. It's not that short. Well, I'm fucking tired, so I'm gonna tell you guys to stage that shit. Let's save our souls.